ever since music's been around. Barry doesn't know what to say because we're making him do the intro. So I'll go ahead and give him a mercy kill here. How about that? I'll just jump in and I do it anyway. I just anyways. started doing it, you dick. Okay, fine. Go ahead. Let's hear it. We're sorry. We're so sorry. Sorry. Uh, motherfucker. It's been a while since we've all been together. I'm just saying sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And by, by distance, I mean like... We're not in the same room. We're still talking remotely. Oh, and fun story for anybody listening. Josh can't hear what Carrie's saying, but <laughs> Carrie can hear what Josh is saying. So Barry said he would text everything that Carrie says to Josh, but I don't think he's going to. That's an obvious Anyways, lie. Barry, oh, you sorry, had Josh an intro? Could hear that. I, I was going to do something. Ever Go s- ahead. Waiting. Ever since music is- Barry, are you going to do it or not? <laughs> Christ. No, I think I'll let you do it, Karsten. No, no, it's okay. Your turn. Okay. I yield my time. <laughs> Ever since music has been around, people have been bitching about what music has been saying. It's been first the church, then the governments in Western Europe. Now, this century, been all over the world, people using music to voice their opinions against the government and their situation at large. Today, we're going to talk about what we think has been some of the most influential protest music in our memory. Carson? So just to clarify, no. is this when you the say Black in the Door last music hundred years? Argument or? Are, are you just saying music all started in the last hundred years? No music existed <laughs> before the last hundred years. Okay, cool. Just to clarify, I just wanted to make sure. What about jazz? <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeff Goldblum wasn't around, so I don't think jazz oh, really existed. Oh, true. There was no jazz. <laughs> Anyways, hi, I'm Karsten. I'm Joshua. I'm Carrie. And I'm Barry. We're getting really good at oh, that, you guys. I'm sure Carrie introduced herself, but I cannot hear her. Right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> so I apologize if we were out of order. Well, I hopefully you just recorded your own intro and put it in there. No, I'm not going to do that. That was beautiful. Does anyone think there was a problem with that intro? No, it was great. No, no problem. It was perfect. All right. yeah, I might try to add extra spaces so it sounds like he doesn't like speak as like affluently. Here, I'll, but I just want to like let here. it just sound okay, awkward just and weird. Give me a little bit of quiet, and I'll give you some uh, f- f- cues to fill in. Uh, okay. Hmm. Uh, uh. What? Uh. Hmm. Okay. Use those v- sounds to make me sound more dumb. Isn't that what that just was? The intro. <laughs> <laughs> hey! <laughs> All right. So talking about songs of uh, protest nature, this is not necessarily getting into like the the various reasons for the protest, but it's going to naturally come up. So if you are one that doesn't like to talk about political music, now's a good time to maybe skip this particular episode and instead go listen to the Spice Girls. I mean, there's there's an option. They were so that's a they were kind of protest substitute. music though. Shoot. Okay. What could, we got to come up with a good substitute music for someone who doesn't want to listen mm, to this podcast. Anything today. by John Denver? No. Baby nope. Shark. No, that's Bob Dylan. No, that's yes. the most political song I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. John Denver. Enya. Enya. No. We got Enya. Okay, Enya. So if you're not into political music or into people talking about political music. Please go check out Enya for approximately 20 minutes and then see how you feel about it. And then when you feel bad about yourself, come back and grin and bear it. Suck it up, cope it up, and listen to what we have to say. But before you do that, I don't know what it's like where you guys are at, but around here, baby, it's cold outside. Oh, Oh, baby, it's cold outside. (laughs) 
<sighs> I'm glad Josh still drank, even though he can't hear me. I repeated it to make sure he was. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, because it's really fun right now. So again, I already mentioned Josh can't hear Carrie. We're not sure why, but he can hear the rest of us. So he's just like staring at the screen, and I can tell where he's looking. It's just Carrie to figure out if she's talking. So I figure for this entire episode, just assume Josh is staring at you, trying to figure out what's going on, and uh, we'll be fine. Makes me feel you know, very comfortable. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty much about it. Because <laughs> yeah, perfect. I'm I'm sure she was like saying something maybe profound and you guys were like oh yeah this is good and i i've got nothing fair enough now she's not right, saying so anything profound because baby it's hump day hump day it's a wednesday is when we're recording this although we don't release on thursdays so or wednesdays right well you know people can listen to it in preparation that's true you can so, um, uh, I think one of the things I find interesting is, for me, uh, talking about political music, uh, when, and I already shared this with Carrie, when I was a child, my parents took part in suffrage reenactments. And so, every t- like around the 4th of July and everything, groups of people would come over to my house, and there would be my mom on the piano, and they'd all learn suffrage rights songs, which... Again, I doubt many people knew was a thing that they reenacted, but there is a group of people that do that. And that is for sure a thing that I was raised around. Not my favorite type of political music, but I wanted to share that fun fact with everybody. Do you have a jaunty suffragette song? No. Oh. Hmm. Usually these stories end with, then I found $15. Why? Yeah. Why is it all about handing out money, Barry? Can't it just be about living life in 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 the the current age, and video calls <laughs> and COVID? Right. What if a duck just flew and hit you in the face? Wouldn't that be That's just true. adequate? Yeah. <laughs> duck face? Is that where duck face came from? I'm, I'm learning sure. so much today, I'm guys. Pretty sure. Yeah. Um. So for me, I think that. Uh. I personally, and this is partially just because it was the time when I was kind of like in high school, leaving high school, I'm pretty drawn to some of the music from that 2000, early 2000s era. Um, anybody who may not have known, there was um, this event, 9-11, which then led to a whole war thing. And there was a lot of music that was created in the Rock Against Bush um, album, genre, time, etc. Um, I'll just go ahead and say my favorite album that came out during that time was the war on errorism by no effects. If you haven't listened to it, it's fun. It's like a fun <laughs> album to listen to. And I feel like sometimes when you listen to songs that are questioning things going on or poking fun at government leaders, it's not necessarily something you can go, wow, this is a lot of fun. I just want to put this on just to like have a good time. And that's a hundred percent what was going on in that album so highly recommend it i yield my time i'm I'm not sure if i should say something right now i heard the bell but i don't know if carrie's talking so no it's all you josh you got it (laughs) that will be our answer anytime you ask that question wow barry thank you so, so I'm kind of with you in that, but then I go a few years earlier to the to the music that I I was uh, raised uh, with, kind of growing up, uh, the, the era of the Temptations. 
Um, mm. And so, like, they have a, a particular song that just resonates with me, uh, and still now, uh, Bala Confusion. Um, if you haven't listened to that, just the, the lyrics to that song just kind of hit and resonate with you even now. And so it's it's an uplifting song, but at the same time, it, it's uh, calling to question, like, what's happening um, all around you. So Yeah. I got a song from that same era that uh, it's called What's Going On by Marvin Gaye, 1971. Uh, it actually almost sounds like a party song if you're not listening to the uh, the uh, lyrics. It's all kind of laid back and smooth, but he's just singing about all the, you know, the Vietnam War protesters clashing with uh, cops and the military. And and it's it's a really great uh, song. And like I said, if you don't know, it's a. Uh, protest song it's just a groove to hang out to yeah one of the other songs that i was uh i always go to when i think about protest songs too is uh, sunday bloody sunday even though it came out in 1983 it was about the uh january 30th 1972 uh dairy bloody sunday in in uh, ireland northern ireland it's right on the border in fact i gotta take that off my hangout list of uh play play music there Weren't you just hanging out, you said, to uh, Rage Against the Machine? So isn't all protest music your hangout music? Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, dinner time today with my two kids and my wife. We were listening to some Rage Against the Machine. Because, real quick shout out, if you haven't seen the amazing uh, um, uh, the Morello tweets and memes, you should definitely check them out. Um, my personal favorite is What Machine Were They Raging Against? Dishwasher. So good. <laughs> really appreciate it. Well, the first uh, the first song I thought of when we were talking about this one, especially with all the uh, current political things, I'm not going to get into our current political climate, but I'll talk about the climate of the song Strange Fruit by uh, Billy, uh, sang by Billy Holiday, uh, based on a poem by uh, Abe Mirapol. Uh, he wrote it in 1937. Billy, uh, he was in New York. Billy learned about the poem, and Abe was trying to get it produced as a song, and uh, she had to go against her record label to get it uh, turned into a song. So she met with Abe and a music producer and an arranger, and they worked it out. I think it was over like a weekend, and that was a song that she became very known for, and she put it out against you know, everybody wanting her to put it out, but... Uh, if you don't know the song, it's about uh, it's an anti-lynching song. It's it's about the black bodies hanging from poplar trees, and uh, it was based on a picture that Abe Maripol saw uh, from the uh, August seventh, nineteen thirty, lynching of Thomas Ship and Abram Smith in Marion, Indiana. But when I was listening to this, I knew, to, especially today, she was talking about. Southern Southern trees have strange fruit, but it's funny because uh, I've always known this. It's a very loud noise coming through. Um, there's a very uh, well-known. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I believe the sounds coming from Carrie. Yeah. And Josh, when you said there's a very loud noise coming through, Josh is looking like, what noise? Stop it, Josh. <laughs> anyway, so we're we're in Rochester, Minnesota, but 
you know, there's a there's a pretty famous 1920 lynching that happened in Duluth, Minnesota. So this is not one of those things that you can just blame on, you know, the South or one area. This this problem of white people taking out justice on black people by themselves and then hanging their bodies in front of the public for them to see has been all over the place. To add on to that, and uh, Josh, I am talking. Um, Don't talk, uh, Josh. That's where... Um, I appreciate the hand waving. I'm not going to do it the whole time I talk. I know you can't hear me. Um, but that's kind of the first song that came to my head um, was uh, to take a nod to my beloved. But um, the first song I thought of was The Death of Emmett Till by Bob Dylan. Um, just because it was one of the first um protest songs i think i actually understood the context for and actually understood what it was talking about because um when i was in high school i had a teacher that basically taught history by like us watching documentaries and listening to the music he wanted to listen to so um yeah and i just remember, like that song i just had a, like a profound impact on me because it was the first time i really understood what a protest song was really saying now I'm done talking, Josh. <laughs> go, Josh, go. Josh, do you have anything right. you'd like to add to that? I, I don't know what was said, but I'm really looking forward to listening to this episode. Okay, so I am going to go ahead and take, I want to see if you can take a guess on what she talked about. Something about eyebrows. <laughs> well, let's just ask you this. What artist do you think she was talking about? Well, if if it was in conjunction with what you were saying about Billie Holiday, all I can think of was the movie Shazam, where all of the kids put their hands together and go, "Billy!" <laughs> exactly. That, that's that's, that's really what, close. That's about what I got. Yeah, really close. Pretty much spot um, on. Yeah. So I think that, like, so again, I think the music I'm I'm most familiar with, and again, it was because I was around when all this coming out was what I was listed. Um, but I mean, again, every. I'll say every decade has some good stuff in it that I, I, I don't want to over again. I think we already call that Rage Against the Machine, which is something that if you haven't ever listened to Rage Against the Machine, do. Or if you're not into that kind of music, read the lyrics. Because, like, I think for, for me, I was playing it tonight, and my wife is not familiar with Rage. And um, when I was talking through it, I was, like, going through the lyrics, and it was just one of those, I'm like, yeah, this was from 92. And she was like, Oh, that's depressing. I'm like, yeah, but I mean, like, we all know it. It's just one of those that it's really kind of timeless, unfortunately. Like, the fact that those things are still going on, that that's that's the unfortunate part. We have songs that have gone on for decades that we all know, and we can all sing because it's that issue, which is why a lot of these things are so prevalent right now. It's not that they've, they're brand new. They're not. Mm-hmm. So whether it be from Edwin Star War to... You know, no effects talking about, again, the, the side from the war to actually like Rage Against the Machines and, and, and rights of people and police brutality. Like, it's been around and there's so much there that you can unpack. And it's hard to, for me to, you know, you read these and it does exactly what it's supposed to. It gets you angry. It gets you all amped. and You want to go do something about um, it. Thinking about that, about having the um, like hearing the song and having a reaction and wanting to help, I think of uh, quite recently when uh, Childish Gambino came out with "This Is America." Um, yeah, that was an incredible song, and and also just like n- no 
preamble or amp up to it. It was just like, I have a song now. And, um, and the music video itself is incredible and, and powerful and hard to watch and so needed to be seen, I think. Um, Which, and again, I'm fully in support of so many people with the current things that are going on right now. Um, but I will say, I remember when, and just so Josh is in the loop, Childish Gambino's song, This Is America, when it came out, so many people were bothered by it. And, oh, how could he have done this? And I think, like, for me, I was like, wow, this is awesome. So when people are uncomfortable with that, I'm like, good, be uncomfortable. Yeah. That that's Right now, that's kind of your job. Be uncomfortable and stand up. And I think that, that that video just really, the combination, they did it. And it was perfect. And um, it's funny because there are people who I know who were so against that when it came out. And I like to imagine that that might have just been part of that doorway that opened up to, to some things that are much more prov- much, they're much more aware of today, I should say. Well, I don't really know if there's anything else that we can really say. If you have your personal preferred like protest music, song, etc., again, reach out to us on social media and, and let us know what that is. Um, and you know listen to it enjoy it check out some of the stuff that we mentioned if you're not familiar with it everyone should go check out some suffrage right songs i think that's really the big things that we need to be as a takeaway i think everybody should get out their suffrage right songbook and you know get the piano going and and have a great weekend yep oh yeah for sure uh but uh i think this kind of wraps it up so um i've been karsten i've been carrie i've been joshua and i've been barry Thank you for sharing your time with us. If you like this episode, we are so sorry. But this has been the Black Door Music Argument, where opinions are always welcome. But are probably wrong. Including mine. We provide the best research Wikipedia offers. So tell all of your friends and your mistress. Or your manstress. Or your other token female friends. But not your grandma. Unless your grandma's fucking cool. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Look for us on Instagram. We're not on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We don't tweet. Like us on Facebook. Okay, Boomer. Talk about us on MySpace. Or Friendster. Stop trying to out MySpace me. And always remember to clear your browser history. But most of all. Especially important. Super crucial. The ultimate. Baby, baby it's cold outside. outside.